Hey friend, have you been feeling distant from God? If so, I want to remind you that you are not alone. This is a common theme in the Old Testament of the Bible. The Israelites were always wandering off. There's numerous stories about this, but God was always faithful to call them back into right relationship with him. And our good heavenly father desires to be in a relationship with you too. So grab your notebook because in this episode, I'm going to share a personal story and some practical ways to cultivate your relationship with God. But before I do that, I wanted to remind you that we have a Beyond the Booze Facebook group and we have like a little over a hundred members. And so it's still pretty small, which is actually nice in my opinion. There's not a lot of Christian sobriety face like Facebook groups, so it's a obviously a great space for Christians who are seeking to live a sober lifestyle and to get support, ask for prayer, um, share your wins, all that. Um, so come join us over there. We'd love to have you as part of the community. And um, besides that, we also just hit our one-year milestone um, of the podcast. So on September 1st, we, we have been a podcast for a year. And I actually wrote a letter for you. I'm going to read it because it was actually a pretty hard day because this is actually... Um, I started the podcast on September 1st, which is actually the anniversary of when my beloved grandmother uh, passed away. So I'm going to read you the letter real quick. It's not very long, so, but this is just for um, you guys who have been listening to the podcast. Um, if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, but for everyone who's been here, um, you know, and a part of this community for the past year, I wanted to just acknowledge you and thank you with this letter. So here it goes. Today is a special day for a few reasons. In regards to the podcast, we reached two milestones. The podcast is officially one years old and we hit 30,000 downloads. Those numbers don't matter to me as much as the lives on the other end, the countless messages, emails, and reviews mean the world to me, knowing that in some way I am helping someone else. Today also marks nine years since my beloved granny, Victoria Rose, left to be with Jesus. I was super close with my granny. I spent many weekends with her, and even as an adult, I still cried every time I left her house. I just loved her so much. Her love was so tangible. She made everyone feel loved and welcome. She also struggled with addiction, but like many of you, she had a heart of gold. I can never help but wonder if she hadn't smoked cigarettes and drank alcohol for so many years, if she'd still be here. Would her heart have given out on her? She was only 62 years old. So I want to thank you for listening for supporting the mission of this podcast to set the captives free from addiction and experience the fullness of life that Jesus came to give us. A life of his presence, his guidance, his peace, his forgiveness, his love, his mercy, his everything. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this community. 
As an additional thank you, I am offering five free 30-minute coaching calls for the month of September. If you need support, guidance, or someone to hold space for you, simply email me and I'd love to partner with you. My email is ariseandaspireco at gmail.com or it's in the show notes. With love and gratitude, Victoria Plummer. Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the Most High, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hey there. Sorry for the somber intro. Um, it was very difficult to actually read that that letter. <laughs> I intend, I was actually going to email, um, email the letter, but... Yeah, I, I didn't, so I decided to just read it on the podcast, and that was pretty challenging. So um, I hope that wasn't hard for you to hear. Um, but anyways, let's get started on this episode about getting closer to God and cultivating our relationship with God, especially when we're if we're feeling like distant from God or from Jesus or all of the above. Um, I wanted to share just you know, um, one of the things that I do that I feel like really helps me cultivate awareness and, um, um, my relationship with God is journaling. And so, um, you know, recently I had actually gained like five pounds. I think I've gained five pounds over the summer. Um, and I was kind of like, um, just kind of like wondering like what was going on with that, you know? Cause I feel like to me, it's almost like a, like a check engine light. Like, why did you, why did you gain five pounds? Like what's going on here? And I started like also noticing, like I wasn't really feeling as like fulfilled. And, you know, when I really got down to it, I wasn't feeling as fulfilled in my relationship with God, which, you know, if I'm not fulfilled in that area, then I'm not fulfilled in any other area. Um, because for me, my fulfillment first comes from my relationship with God. So I knew something was going on um, because as I was thinking about it, I was realizing that like um, I was starting to like, instead of, you know, talking to God or um, connecting with God, I was like snacking on food or like, scrolling the internet and that was kind of like I mean for lack of better words becoming my new god like I was um like so instead of getting that fulfillment which is really what I want like you know I want the sweetness of being with god not actual sweets out of the pantry I want that connection with god not just connection on the internet um 
Although I do love connecting with people on the internet as well. Um, but that's not always what we're doing on there. Sometimes we're just, you know, kind of mindless and we're like seeking something that we're not going to find on there, which again is that connection with God. So that was kind of like my first indicator light was that like I was, you know, starting to feel unfulfilled and I was starting to, you know, gain weight, which as again, as I boiled it down, it came to like this lack of fulfillment in my relationship with God. Um, and then something else happened. So last week I actually sprained my ankle. I was, I went on a trail run for the first time, which is so much fun. But on the very like end of it, I tripped over a, a, like a, a tree, you know, root and yeah, I ended up spraining my ankle, um, which sucked, but I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people who kind of like likes to dig into things because I feel like for me, a lot of things just happen for a reason. It's not just like out of the blue. Like, um, there's a, for me, there's like, I find lessons in a lot of things. Um, and so for me, I was almost like asking God, like, like I felt like it was, I, I kind of had a feeling that my, my, um, spraining my ankle was like, it was kind of like God calling me to humility. Um, because I guess towards the end of the run, I started like kind of getting in my head, like, Oh my gosh, this is so awesome. I'm so awesome. Like, and then right as I was thinking that <laughs> I like trip fall and, you know, eat humble pie. Um, so yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, like, I'm I, not actually in my mind, I'm journaling and I'm asking God, I'm like, what is, I'm wondering what the lesson is. And then I'm like, actually, I think I know I'm like reading my journal right now. It says, but what do you want to show me right now? Is this to get my attention? Have I lost my sight? Have I lost my humility? And then just kind of immediately, uh, I felt like the spirit, my spirit telling me you have forsaken your first love. And so that was I'm sharing all this. I'm going to get to some tactical, practical steps that you can take, but this is this is one of those steps, right? Like cultivating some awareness by journaling, like what's going on? But um, anyway, so when I, I heard that in my spirit, like you have forsaken your first love, like I knew where that was from. That's from Revelation. Um, it's from a letter to the church at Ephesus. And so I, you know, I pretty much immediately, um, you know, this was like, yeah, I think this was like the day after I sprained my ankle. So, you know, I'm not really able to do much, which is very much a godsend because then I spent a lot more time in the word because I wasn't able to move around a lot. So um, anyways, I'm going to pull up this verse from Revelation because this is where we're going to get our lesson today. So we are in Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. It says, Write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands. And so there's a lot of um, imagery here and things that you can, you know, dive into like what do these things mean um but this first verse is kind of like jesus establishing his authority like he is the one who holds the seven stars which 
from my understanding, is like the seven um, churches. Um, yeah, I think. Don't quote me on it. Okay, so, <laughs> but that's not where where we're sta- staying. This is this is the ac- application now. So, verse two, it says, "I know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work and your patient endurance." I know you don't tolerate evil people. You have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. You have discovered they are liars. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and turn back to me and do the works you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. And we're just going to stop there. That was, I stopped at verse six. Excuse me. So, so right here, you know, this kind of is like telling us what we need to do, you know, um, So I'm going to kind of give you a few steps of what what you can do if you're feeling distant if because this this verse kind of out or this chapter kind of outlines it a little bit. So first, what I did when I was feeling distant from God, I was I started cultivating some awareness through journaling. Um, and this goes along with this passage because he's saying, consider how far you have fallen. And so, this led me to like a lot of different things. Like I ended up reading like James and, you know, James, the whole book of James is full of wisdom and just realizing, you know, that I haven't been seeking God first. Like I haven't, um, like, you know, like sometimes I catch myself like seeking Google first, you know, like whenever I'm stuck with a question and trying to figure out what to do, like I'm not seeking Jesus for answers first. I'm going to Google, you know, I'm going to the world um, or like, you know, going to YouTube or listening to a podcast instead of like stopping and seeking the source of it all. Um, so that really helped me kind of like consider how far I've fallen. Um, and then also thinking about the things I did at first, you know, like I was so passionate about like sharing the gospel with people and I was passionate about praying with people. Um, I was doing mission trips. Like I just started really considering these things, you know, and cultivating that awareness. Um, The second thing, you know, was to get into God's word, which is what I did, right? Like, so I cultivated the awareness through journaling. And then the second step was getting into God's word. Um, And, you know, after I like got into God's word and realized like, okay, let's consider how far you have fallen. Like, that's what he's saying to do. Consider how far you have fallen and then repent. Um, So I'm like, I'm just really starting to meditate on God's word. I'm like thinking about like, I I go into like Psalms one or Psalms 51, where he's saying like, uh, creating me a new heart. Oh God. Um, I'm praying this out loud. I'm like meditating on the words. I'm going to pull it up real quick because it's a really good one too for you to think about. Um, you can read the whole thing, but I'm just going to start. Um, I'm going to start at the part where it's, you know, it is talking about creating a new heart. Okay. So yeah, verse 10, Psalms 51, verse 10, 
Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach your transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Um, So I just really love this because it's just like getting your heart back to like when you were saved and just, you know, the love that you had for God at that time. So um, these are some things I was doing. I was getting into God's word. Um, I was, I, step three, I guess, or tip three is to eliminate distractions. Number four is to, you know, okay, sorry, let me stop there. So three, eliminate distractions. I, in my mind, I think this is obvious, but um, it might not be so obvious. So like things that are distracting you from, you know, consuming things of God. So if you're like, you know, watching TV or watching um, or like consuming like podcasts and things that aren't really, you know, like cultivating or like feeding your relationship with God, that's what I'm saying by eliminate distractions. So if social media is distracting you, like just cut out distractions. And then four is to pursue more things of God. So in place of those distractions, like starting to listen to sermons, like I used to listen to like a sermon every day and like, you know, I definitely haven't been doing that. So like, you know, for the past few days, I've definitely been listening to more sermons. Uh, um, Number five is to spend time in nature because I feel like when you're out in God's creation, you can just, it's a great way to connect with God and to like, just look at the beauty of the world that he's created. And, you know, you can learn so many things from nature as well. And, um, and just the way that God created things and yeah, just, you know, the, the way they relate to us, you know? And so, and it's a great, a great time to pray and, you know, connect with God when you're out in nature. So definitely recommend that. Number six is to worship. Like I noticed in myself, I noticed myself like just kind of like being in my head and like, you know, you can only think so much. You like can't think yourself into right relationship with God. (laughs) Sometimes like you need to like worship your way back into his presence, you know, like you need to listen to songs that stir your spirit. So one of the things I love about Apple music is it like creates, um, you know, playlists for the different years. So back in like 2015, 2016, like that was like my early, you know, days of walking with God and like, you know, I was really on fire for him. And obviously I still am. I just, you know, like we all, again, go through these times where we're feeling disconnected and it could be for so many different reasons, you know, like, um, but God always calls us back, you know, that's the beauty of him. So anyways, like what, like I was saying, like the, I, so I started listening to like some old songs that I used to listen to in 2015, 2016, like, um, third day, like that. I don't know if y'all heard of them, but it's like a rock band, Christian rock band. And just like these songs that really just, I don't know, like stir my spirit up and, you know, like, I, I just think, I mean, there is just something so spiritual about like singing songs and like worshiping God. Like even, you know, let me find this verse real quick. So in Ephesians 5, 18 and verse 19, verse 18 and 19, 
It says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our, our Lord Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, I think it's like that song, you know, it's like, this is how we fight our battles. Like it's uh, by Carrie Job, and it's like worship, you know, worship is, is just the way to, um, really connect with God. It's for me, it's really powerful and I'm sure it is for you too. <laughs> so yeah, you can, you can do a worship walk and like sing outside and like, you know, just amplify that even more. My seventh tip is to, you know, go to church. There's just something about, you know, being in a room with a bunch of other believers, like hearing a message, seeing the songs in person. Like I, I used to love just streaming, but like there really is something different about being in person and, and going to a regular church and seeing people like that you see every week. Um, so yeah. And you know, my church, you know, they have people, you know, they have moments where like, they'll like let people raise their hand if they need prayer. And then like people will come and pray for you and with you. So yeah, definitely there's just something deeper being in person where you can get someone to pray with you in person. Um, number eight is to get alone with God. So I think these are all, these all kind of go together, but, um, yeah, I think just that cultivating that intentional, like one-on-one time with God is really important. It's just like any other relationship, you know, we have to make time for it and, you know, not always be the only one talking, but also be listening and, um, asking questions and like listening for God's response. Um, so, and then number nine, (laughs) this one probably should have been way up top, but I, but it was to repent, right? Like all these things are, all the things I've listed are kind of like what you do after you repent, right? Like you realize, like, like in, in, in the book of Ephesus or not the book of Ephesus, the letter to the Ephesians, in Revelation 2, you know, he's saying like, repent and do the things you did at first. So like, yeah, after you've considered how far you've fallen, then you repent and then you start doing these things like worshiping God, going to church, getting alone with God, you know, spending time with God in nature, listening to sermons, you know, getting into the word, all those things. Right. So I don't know why I have that at the very end, (laughs) but I'm human. Love me. Just, you know, it's not perfect, but that's not the point of the message. Um, so, and then number 10 is fellowship. So I definitely think there's something powerful about being in community with other believers. You know, it's such a way, great way to be encouraged and, um, to just have someone walk alongside you. And yeah, so these are all of my tips to help you cultivate a closer relationship with God. I'm going to go through them again. Number one is to cultivate awareness through journaling. Number two is to get into God's word. Number three, eliminate distractions. Number four, pursue more things of God. Number five, spend time in nature with God. Number six, worship. Number seven, church. Number eight, 
get alone with God. Number nine, repent. And number 10, fellowship. These are not in a particular order. Um, Some of them are, but um, these are just some different things that you can do to help you cultivate your relationship with God and get closer to him. Um, So yeah, your homework for this week is to start doing these things, right? To, to figure out what's going on in your heart and maybe look up the verse that, you know, resonates with you or, you know, look up verses that, that apply to your situation in life. Um, fill your mind with things of God. And my last encouragement is to remember that your faith is like a crock pot. It's not like a microwave. So you're not going to go hot super immediately. You, you know, ideally, because if you do, you might just cool off really quickly, like things do in the microwave, right? You might go cold fast. So if you slowly heat up like a crock pot, you're going to stay warm. So I just, you know, want to encourage you with that, that it's not always immediate, but it's going to happen. And just know that you're not going to stay in this place where you feel distant from God. Like you're going to get that, you know, closeness back that you desire. Um, Obviously, one of the first steps is repentance. And it's not a bad word. As much as I hated, like even thinking like, oh my gosh, like how did I, you know, forsake God as my first love? Like, how did that happen? Um, I recognize that like, I still have a relationship with God and like, obviously he's talking to me, but, um, we all need correcting sometimes, you know, and that's just because he wants us to be back in alignment with him. Um, he's not going to just keep letting us, you know, go our own way. Like he's going to correct us and get us back on the right path with him. So just want to encourage you with you with that and i hope you have a great rest of your day and i will talk to you in the next episode bye for now